Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Welcome to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, and I have a special co-host today, our executive show producer, Andrea Adams-Miller. Hello, Andrea. Hi. I'm so excited to be on with you right now. Um, You know, Gina, we always have so much fun when we have the chance to play together, and today is going to be super exciting because we have a really, really awesome guest. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Why don't you tell our audience who we have with us today? No, let's keep it a secret. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I will. Um, So we have this uh, gentleman. I haven't got to meet in person yet, but I'm super excited to make his acquaintance on March 9th and and 10th in San Diego because he's having a really cool event with two of his really cool partners. And this is David Beaudry. And uh, David, he, um, he's done some pretty amazing things in his life. So when I read this and then when you find out what they're doing, I think our audience is going to be pretty excited about it. So let me pull that up here. Um, by the way, their event that they're having is called Pathway of Power Live. And um, I'm really excited because I'm actually going to it as well, and I'm going to be a part of it, so it's super exciting. And I'm stalling, if you can't tell, because I can't get his bio to pull right back up. Don't you love technology? Well, let me tell everybody about it. David Baldry is a training coach for integrating movement mastery and spiritual revolution. With a degree in psychology and master's in medical, I can't even pronounce it, Oigong. Ten years I think it's called Kijong. Ah, I could only read. And ten years as an NSCA certified personal trainer, he teaches world class athletes and entrepreneurs how to harness the power of the mind and body for higher performance, health, and vitality. One of his biggest passions is teaching and empowering men with the skills to lead a life of meaning, passion, and purpose. Welcome, David. Thank you so much for having me. How are y'all doing? I love your energy already. Oh, thank yeah, so you. you. Well, you know, back in yeah, 2005, so- I was given 12 to 18 months to live by my doctors. And as wow. you can tell, I have long passed that. Uh, mm-hmm. And really, it was because a spiritual healer in Sedona, Arizona, suggested to me something that I really didn't know about before. And she suggested that, you know, you really can heal your body through the power of your mind. And Mm -hmm. it sent me down this path of researching and applying as much as I could. And, man, I live my life a very different way today. But in the end, I had a total miracle and completely recovered from two different resistant strains of infections and really became 100% well again. So I really get what you're all about and what you teach. It is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And, 
you know, I, I, I guess it, it'd be good just to start with, with kind of my healing journey um, and, and why Pathway of Power even exists, you know, and really what our aim and our, our mission is, you know, because we have a big mission um, to, to help people awaken, to heal, to, to, to have community, you know, because we're so disconnected and to harness these ancient mind-body practices not only for healing but also to create a life of, of meaning and, uh, and connection um, so when I was, uh, when I was young, um, I struggled really, uh, really for, for many years up until my, uh, early adulthood with depression and suicidal thoughts and, um, was just, just not a very happy person. Um, and luckily I was, I was, I was a pretty good athlete, so I played football in college and, and so movement and, and breath helped me initially to kind of get through my depression and kind of begin to harness some of these emotions that I didn't realize um, as a kid that I was an empath. So I could, I could pick up people's energy. I could pick up their, some of their emotions and, and, you know, a lot more people than we think in our society and our culture are empathic and can feel things. And it's now more than ever, it's even more important. We call it energetic hygiene. Just like we take a shower, we brush our teeth. It's like we have to have some energetic practice. So qigong, um, it's it sounds like qi, C-H-I, gong, and qigong means energy skill or energy cultivation over time. And so the qigong is an art from 2,000 years from ancient China and Tibet. And so on my path of healing and recovery, um, my last year of, of football um, in college, I tore my ACL. And I was like, I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed. And um, I, I, I didn't know what to do. You know, I went through that dark night of the soul. And I, I just prayed as hard as I could, like, God, why am I here on this planet? You know, because I feel like dying. And show me a sign. Like, what am I here to do? How am I here to serve? You know, because if I'm not here for a purpose, then just take me out. You know, and um, so from that space of, of just deep deep yearning for, for guidance and connection to, you know, God or creator or whatever word you'd like to use for that higher power. Um, you know, I, I, I stumbled across uh, Qigong, and, um, and I was like, I, I like you, I didn't know how to pronounce the thing. I was like, how do I pronounce this? But uh, I went It to looked like it was in a, oh, I don't know why. I just I know what Qigong <laughs> is. I've used Qigong before. I just saw O-I, and I'm like, O-I? That doesn't make sense. You, know, wanted, some tea. you wanted some oolong tea. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Keep going, because this so is a fascinating know, story. Yeah, so, you know, like, I, I learned at a young age to follow the signs and synchronicities. My mom would always tell me, you know, Everything happens for a reason. And I was like, okay, like, I don't know that I believe necessarily in a God, but I believe in a universal order. You know, I believe in harmony with the cosmos, harmony with the earth. Um, so as I started practicing Qigong, I was like, oh, shit, this is it. This is everything I started reading in college to heal my mind. So I studied psychology, and I studied uh, Jungian psychology. I was like, I have to heal my consciousness and little did I know that I was actually yearning to heal my father's psychological thing because 
the trauma gets passed down from generation to generation. And that's a big part of what I feel like I'm here to do on this on this earth is help people, especially men, to heal the this very on a very simple level, ancestral healing is about tuning in to the emotional context that runs our life, whether it's anger or sadness or depression. When I turn to that and instead of resisting that, I look at it with an open heart and say, what am I learning? Why is this here? What is this teaching me? Now I turn that shadow into a friend. And I see, wow, my father didn't learn how to face his fears and shadows. Oh, his father didn't learn. Or my mother didn't know how to, how to speak her truth. You know? And, and then we're the generation that gets to look with open eyes and open hearts to these these parts of ourselves that are also manifested in our parents or our grandparents and have a sense of compassion and forgiveness. Like, wow, they, they were doing the best that they could and they didn't have the skills or the tools or the community that we have now. We live at such a blessed time. And, um, you know, with kind of tying in the, the, the Qigong, which is energy skill, with the ancestor healing, right? The moment of healing for our, our, ourselves is when we drop the story in our mind and feel our body. When we feel our body and tune into the somatics, we start to uncover the unconscious. We start to uncover the stagnancy of energy, of emotion, the repression of our desires, and it all lives in our being, in our body. You know, it doesn't just live in our brain. It's in our, in our physical, energetic, emotional body. So to practice these ancient practices that um, there's six gates that we go through in the pathway of power. Um, and when we go through breath work, when we go through noble movement, you know, which is um, an integration of qigong and strength training, it allows us to begin to have uh, what the ancient, the ancient masters would say, to transform your mind, you must also transform your body. Because on a deep cellular level or an epigenetic level, there are old codes existing in your being. So that's why the ancient yogis would do these postures to stretch and move what's called the fascia, which is all the connective tissue. And as we open the body, the blood gets cleansed and purified. As we open our breath, the brain gets, then the neurochemicals, the endorphins, the, um, you know, um, what's it called, oxytocin, all these, these, these feel-good neurochemicals get activated from these movement practices. And even five minutes, ten minutes, can make a significant shift in our consciousness. So now I'm not making a decision out of fear. Or I'm not making a decision out of reaction from the past. And I'm able to say, I am here, I am alive, I am, I am ready for what life has to bring. Well, David, that you know, you sharing all that mess, you know, that that whole journey with us about what's going on with your life and how you've been able to make that uh, positive in your life as a whole and your life goal um, is, is very beautiful. I'm hearing how you've done it, how you um, take that into practice, and how you look at epigenetics as a whole. And um, you know, epigenetics is really big right now. I'm actually speaking at a brain conference on St. Patrick's Day about the uh, neurological or biopsychosocial effects of a smile on past and present trauma. Um, basically what we're finding mm. is that 
you know, the giver and receiver of a smile, it helps them feel better not only in the moment, but it actually may be repairing previously thought irreparable harm uh, from past and present trauma. So I know that's super exciting. And, and Gina, I'm sure you want to comment as well. Well, that was a very powerful story. And as I said earlier, the power we have within us is just so immense. And so many people really don't even know it exists. So I'm thrilled to hear that you've got a mission and that you're really going out to teach this because it's desperately needed in our day and age. Mm-hmm. So, and for that, those about all the different, oh, go ahead, Gina. <clears throat> for those who haven't yet started to explore this, where do they start? That's a great question. I would say, you know, one, if you're anywhere near San Diego, come to a live event because nothing is better than being in a live event and getting a direct transmission. You know, so that's that's the first thing is is find a teacher, find a class, find something in your area. Um, and um, if you can't do that, if there's not someone live, there's, you know, we have the Internet, which is phenomenal. And I actually have a YouTube channel with, uh, with a number of these simple and very powerful practices um, that you can do for free and that can really start your, your energetic journey and your healing. Um, the YouTube is called Noble Movement. Noble Movement is the YouTube channel. Um, and so I would if suggest... YouTube, if we go into YouTube, we should type in Global Movement and we'll be able to find that. Noble with Correct. an N. Noble. Noble. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. I was hearing you wrong. Noble <laughs> Movement. And then for yeah. people who are wondering about live events, I just mentioned that they are having one. Um, it's a pathwayofpowerlive.com. So again, that's yes. Pathway of Power live.com and then so uh, tell us um, what tell us like the what what made this conference happen I mean obviously it's not just you you've got two other partners what what are they bringing to the table that makes this uh, trifecta so amazing between the three of you yeah well Kai Van Bodecham Smith that's um, he's like I've known him for about 10 years we both studied Qigong together we both went to Chinese medicine school he got an uh, acupuncture license. I got a master's in medical qigong. So we have different perspectives on this Eastern medicine. But both of us also study, you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, strength coach and trainer, so I also study movement science. And he studies um, the flow states and the, the neuroscience behind these ancient practices. So I feel like what we're bringing is the, the most applicable practice practical use of these ancient mind-body practices with the modern science that helps you understand its usage. Because there's a lot out there, you know, and it it can be very challenging to know what to do, when to do it. And so I I feel like that's one of the primary keys is really fusing the ancient with the scientific um, perspective. And then my my boy uh, Alex Fairman, who he's one of the most visionary... um, insightful uh, guys I know. And um, about five years ago, Alexander Fairman and I, um, this is Fairman's idea, he was like, you know what, let's go into high schools and teach them meditation and teach them entrepreneurial skills and teach them fitness and teach them social skills that we never learned in high school. I was like, 
for, for real, let's do it. You know, so he gathered a team of about six, seven guys, and we were the first in the nation to have a – it was a, like a uh, – it was called Sphere. And we brought these practices of meditation, and, and it just totally changed your life. And, you know, physical practice and helping them build confidence, you know, it was amazing. And um, so – with Alexander Fairman, Kai, and myself, we were like, how do we help more people? How do we share the gifts that we've been given? And, you know, I've studied now for 12 years. And so the combined between us, we have about 40 years of experience in both, um, you know, esoteric, uh, ancient mind-body practices. And the last thing I'd say about Alex, what I really love about him, and I feel like this is really important for anybody that has a mission and wants to begin to, you know, have a sustainable or even, you know, thriving business is you have to know some of these Jedi business skills, you know. You can't do it alone. you got to start to have people that you trust and can help you on that. So, so Alexander has helped me tremendously in learning how to build my business and share these gifts. So we're going to share that too. We're going to share some, some Jedi business skills with, with those who are ready to go to that level too. Well, it sounds like an incredible event. Yeah, I'm stoked. And are you guys still working with the high school students? Unfortunately, um, about two years ago, the, there just wasn't any more funding for it. So, oh, you know, it that was sounds great. like it was incredible. Yeah, it really was. And the, the about 20 young men that we took took through this program, like, we know their life has changed in such a big way, and, you know, they, they learned how to, how to laugh, how to cry, how to, you know, just do all these things that we don't learn in high school, so, but we'll go, we'll go, it'll come back around, you know, life is cyclical, and I know that the high schools need our work, too. Well, I love what you're Absolutely. saying about that, because uh, there, there's a, um, a group of um, fathers that are doing some things to really help promote fatherhood and help dads stand up and be more physically present and emotionally present. And the idea Mm -hmm. that you're allowing people and teaching them at a high school level to get in touch with who they are just seems to play right along in in with that. And and, and it just makes me excited to think that there's men out there who are willing to be mentors and to lead other people Mm -hmm. and other young men into being really powerful um, leaders and fathers. So I'm just excited mm-hmm. for the potential of what you guys already started and while it may be halted for the moment, I mean, people hearing this may come around and say, okay, I want this in my high school. How can I help support mm-hmm. it and fund it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually a new dad. I have an 18-month-old little girl. Oh. oh. Yeah. And <laughs> so, I'm a business strategy coach and mentor. Uh-huh. I'm a business strategy coach and mentor, and I have some ideas about how the for-profit business could allow you to get back into high school. So, Andrea, hook them up with a link to my calendar and my contact info. I'd be happy to have a conversation with you about that. Awesome. Oh, I'd be happy to share. Yeah, when, um, so those of you listening, you're probably wondering, uh, you know, what, why is Andrea on today? Because I usually produce the show. So I'm Andrea Adams-Miller from the Red Carpet Connection. And I produce uh, the Leverage Masters or the Leveragist uh, radio show on Blog Talk Radio. 
normally for Jack Humphreys and Gina Gaudio Graves. And there's been a change in command that will be happening. So we're going to have Ken Krell, who's stepping up to the plate. And Jack Humphreys um, has divided his time um, so much that he needed to focus on some other things that are happening in his world that are going to get really big and awesome. So there's going to be a switch in command. And so in the in the midterm, I have stepped up to help Gina today. And by having David on, we have this really great opportunity to create a new uh, neural pathway of <laughs> how the show will be produced and how it will be done. So it's going to just even be bigger and better. Right, Gina? Absolutely. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> yeah. I've been working with Ken for quite some time. So next week we're going to have Jack and Ken on. And it will be Jack's last show as co-host, so we can kind of pass the baton from Jack to Ken and move into the new version of Leverage Masters. So it's going to keep the same name. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really good. And um, actually, uh, David, you guys as a whole will be a really great um, synergy and um, following up and maybe even doing a different show later because um, part part of the Leverage Masters is how do you leverage your life and your business and and how have you been so that it's working for you and working at a higher level. So not only for yourselves, but how you solve that for other people. And we've already shared how you guys are starting to do that. Well, have been, it's not that you're starting, but you've been doing that and you've revealed some to us. And then part of that too, with the leverage masters as we grow and merge is really getting more fine-tuned about what tools people are using, um, not only in their um, the tools that they've developed for themselves, but the actual applications and funnels and tools like that that make your message come out more clear. So it'll it'll you guys um, with what uh, you and um, and your partners are doing and how you guys set up your business. Because um, I, I had the opportunity to sit down and really fine tune and hear about how you guys do lead generation and how you reach out to love on mm-hmm. people and get people to stand up and raise their hand and say that's what I need will fit so mm-hmm. well with future futuristic shows for the leverage market. Well, I'm anxious well. to hear about that now, Andrea. Well, then let's <laughs> just do it. Yeah, do yeah. You share that because um, that's one of the reasons that. Um, uh, by the way, we're we're for, I'm you're uh, so I'm saying James and you're saying saying Alex. We're talking about the same oh. person. So I guess for the sake of the show, which name should we use? <laughs> um, I'm so you well on the website he uses Alex Fairman. Um, okay, so we're talking about Alex Fairman. Alex, also goes by yeah. James. Um, he goes by so, James as well. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, that'll work. So that way people know. Like, who's this other guy Andrea's talking about? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Alex and I had the chance to be on the Internet Marketers Cruise for eight days together. And while we kept crossing paths and knew there was some synergy on why we should really, you know, figure out how to play together in the world, we didn't get the opportunity on the ship. You'd think with eight days and 480 people together, we would have found that time, but we did not. So we had the chance to have tea the other night, and uh, 
um, and had a really great, amazing uh, time together and, and overlapped so many things for the future that can help so many different people. And one of the things I was really excited about is, is how the, you guys have structured reaching out to people. So, David, if you would kind of share, you know, what you're, what you're doing and what your lead magnets are and, and how you connect to people and, and what your funnels look like, that would be awesome. Sure. You know, um, I'll share what I know. Um, so for kind of, I guess, the, the, the easiest uh, start is, like, how we do reach-outs and organic reach-outs. And the first thing that I always do is, like, and my style is different from Kai and Alex. You know, we all have kind of a different voice or different, you know. So um, what I've found is, is when I'm doing reach-outs, um, I use Facebook a ton. Facebook is probably my primary lead generation. And then second is, is YouTube, now that that's starting to build some traction with practices. Um, and for those who are listening, and if you do want uh, a great introduction to Qigong practice, um, it's called the Immortal Form. So you go to Noble Movement on YouTube, go to the Immortal Form, um, just so that's real clear, because I have a few videos on there. Um, so anyway, back to the, the kind of lead generation stuff. Um, what I do is I'll go on, on the Facebook and I'll, I'll usually put some kind of beautiful image and then I'll tag a number of people who I know and love and could benefit from this. And then inside of the post, after I, I, you know, I say, you know, is your soul ready for X, Y, or Z, or whatever my post is, and then I'll say, share this with someone you love or share this with somebody who you know needs some, some care right now. And then that helps, you know. Um, and then after I set, put a post, I'll share that to I'm a part of probably at least 10 different pages and groups. and then the, So then the algorithm kicks up. And then I have people uh, either commenting or direct messaging me, me with, oh, I'm interested in Pathway of Power, or I'm interested in your Medical Qigong Academy. So then I start getting some, some kind of warm leads from that because they already are following me or seeing me. Um, so that's kind of one avenue that, that I use a lot. And Alex Fairman is the one who's like the master funnel creator dude. <laughs> so I don't have – I can go down that road a little bit more, but I don't have too much expertise in that. Well, we can well I, love, <laughs> I love what you're talking about right now, especially for our audience, because it's so simple yet so yeah. powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Well, I can share I mean, a little bit about about Alex just as a precursor, and we can have him on in the future, just literally focusing on that whole um, idea of his funnels. But I do know that he got really excited uh, because of the way that he his mind works when he found out that I was one of the top 1% on LinkedIn and then he saw that I had over 30,000 connections and followers, he was like flipping out. Like what? And I said, well, I told you, I told you I was top 1% and I got a letter and everything. <laughs> and so he was really excited about how that works, you know, because of how he uses his tools and so forth. So um, we'll definitely invite him back again to specifically talk about that. I think that would be a lot of fun for the show and for the listeners to hear. So, David, now when you guys are, when you're doing your Facebook reach outs to people and so forth, are you guys really focusing on certain, what are your certain, like, um, 
you know, what is the avatar that you're looking for that have you found that the people that are really looking for you um, and then utilize you the best? Mm-hmm. It's a great question. There's uh, kind of two primary streams. So both Kai and I come from teaching Qigong and traveling around the country teaching Qigong. So we have a network that we've built of people who are already interested in energetic practices and and we have um, that connection or tribe, you know. So so I guess that would be the um, I'm not sure what even Martha you would you would call it, but um, so that's one. And then the second is really where I, I feel all of us are drawn to even more because in order to make a big shift on the planet, we have to make that connection to people who have the funds, the money, which is actually just energy to then change and shift. So, you know, I'm sorry, we're all actually starting to work with a lot more entrepreneurs and helping them to realize that their business is a reflection of their inner life. You know, if they're getting a problem on their in their business, it's actually, well, how do I fix that inside of myself first and, and kind of work with that. So I've created my, like, or my intention the last couple of years has been to use my business as part of my spiritual practice. So when I'm clients are coming in or students, I'm like, oh, what is triggering me about this person? Or what's beautiful about this person that's a reflection to me and where I can kind of sink my teeth into a little bit more. So long story short, the avatar is is kind of we're doing twofold. You know, it's like entrepreneurial, um, uh, I guess kind of like the go-getters, like like y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like people who have 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 a tribe who want to make a difference. Um, but I think what we found is that some of the entrepreneurial field, um, it's, it's the language, of course, the languaging has to be um, different. So we haven't quite, um, um, I guess, uh, gotten super dialed in and clear of speaking that language to them, to the entrepreneurials, um, if that makes sense. It makes total sense to me. You know, that is so powerful. And for many years, I have followed Frederick Learman. And one of the concepts I've learned from him is part of my teaching. And he says, money is an expression of gratitude on behalf of your customers. And it really is energy. But think about it as an expression of gratitude on behalf of your customers for a minute. Because, number one, that implies that you've got to do something that is big enough that it makes them grateful or they won't part with that energy called money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about selling a bunch of stuff. It's really an energetic exchange between you and your people. Love that. Yes. I say yes to that. (laughs) And, you know, the entrepreneurial audience is one that I've been in for close to 20 years now. There's several groups within that group. The audience that you really are looking for is the entrepreneurs who really are interested in having a mission whose businesses really are an expression of their purpose as opposed to the entrepreneurs who are here just to make a buck. 
the more bizoppy types. And I think if you just go out telling stories about how business can help you live your purpose, how business Mm -hmm. can help fulfill a mission, how business can Mm -hmm. leave a legacy, that Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about dialing in the language. The stories will Mm -hmm. tell it in a language that will attract them to you. Well, I just got the tingles. My whole body just got the tingles, yes. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Wow, that's really sinking in. Because certainly what you're sharing here today is stuff that would appeal to all of the entrepreneurs that are attracted to me in the show. But they're, they come from my telling my story, which is all about energy and mindset and my mission and yeah. my purpose. They're attracted to that, right? And there's this well, whole concept of social entrepreneurship that yeah. those social entrepreneurs really are your ideal customers, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. Gina and uh, David, one of the things that I'm hearing in your guys' conversation uh, that I, I that I'm really excited about with their event is is you're right the the people who these entrepreneurs that are really connected to you, Gina, and how you've been so able to um, help so many different people not only through connection but through uh, your ability to consult with them in business at such a professional higher higher level. And then David's ability to take his practice and then be able to apply it to business as well. For what I was hearing from Alex when we were talking is, you know, he was giving me like the snapshot of what Pathway of Power Live is about. And he was saying how, in his words, and then now I'm now how I've synthesized them and I'm describing it to other people, is that when you come to this event, you're basically learning what neurology or neuropathways have been developed um, through different modalities that you guys have concocted by pulling different strands from different modalities plus things that you found that work for yourselves within your own three independent businesses and brought them together to create a strategic system that actually allows people to figure out how to time manage their life and their business so that it works at the greatest, highest level, so that it becomes an unconscious, um, automatic, almost kind of like you're, you go through life hypnotized in productivity. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I have synthesized that information. <laughs> it becomes our default, right? Like, I, right. I forget sometimes how, since I've been doing this for so long, it's like if I don't exercise after a few days, if I don't do my my Qigong practice, or if I don't meditate, like, I can feel the difference significantly. I'm like, damn, it's been three or four days. I'm stressed out like crazy. Oh, I know what I need to do. I need to sit for 10 minutes and do some breath work, and then I need to stretch my body for 10 minutes. And then, so, with the Pathway of Power Live, we, we realize that life is busy, so we have taken this system and implemented it so you can accomplish these um What's the word I'm looking for? Um, you can do your practice in under 30 minutes, you know, a day. And what also begins to happen as we build the momentum, you know, just like any kind of habit, at the beginning is always going to be the hardest, but you commit those 30 minutes 
you know, every day. And, of course, we're going to miss some days, and that's okay. We just hop back up, right back on on our practice. And you feel so much more clear in heart and mind, you know. And I, I feel like, you know, one of the important statistics, uh, it's, a, it's, it's close to 50% of uh, Americans have suffered or suffered from depression. That's astonishing, you know. It and is, so, it? you know, right away that tells me that people lack passion, they lack motivation, they lack purpose. And that's what I was experiencing when I was young. I just didn't know why I was here. You know, and luckily something pulled me out of it. And what I realized what pulled me out of it was my soul. And my soul was like, you have to move. You have to run. You have to go in the forest. You have to breathe. You have to feel alive. And when I was in those spaces, my mind stopped stressing me out. Because even as a kid, you know, I was worried. You know, and so part of our disease as a culture is we're all stuck in our heads. We're all wasting energy on worry. It's like, oh, I just got to get in my body. I've got to breathe. I've got to flex my muscles. I've got to stretch, you know, and it's like we, we call it uh, MED, which means minimum effective dosage. So five minutes of an exercise or five minutes of meditation at lunch, and I did this just yesterday. I had a packed day, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down, and I'm just going to stop everything for five minutes and reset. And it makes a world of difference. It really does. So it becomes just like brushing your teeth and taking a shower. It's like, all right, I got to just do these things. And more isn't always better, you know. Um, but doing something a little bit each day is going to build momentum. And so you remember when I said qigong is energy cultivation over time. So it's better to do five minutes every day than one hour a week. You know, or or so that, so that's why we built it to be very manageable for busy people, entrepreneurs, and you know we're we're the most distracted, uh, medicated cohort in existence. You know, <laughs> and half that medication we don't even need if we just learn how to breathe right. We just learn how to exercise efficiently. You know, and then we're happy, we're whole, and we're able to connect to our hearts and our purpose um, in a much easier way. You know. And, you know, it's been fascinating to me in talking to successful entrepreneurs. Pretty much better than 95% of those that are really successful, they use these tools on a daily basis. They have a daily practice. They're doing meditation. They're doing breath work. They're very mindful people. And, you know, I can't tell which came first the daily practice or the success. They're so intertwined, you can't separate the two. But I find that in so many of the successful entrepreneurs that I know and deal with on a regular basis, I'm sure you're seeing that as well, which is in part fueling the teaching. Definitely, yeah. That's a really great point. And there, there's a... Um uh, one, an amazing man. He's in his 60s, one of the best movers, like just great shape. And um, I remember him saying <laughs> that, you know, when he does his, his exercise and movement practice, that's one of the, pro- you know, he's not overly spiritual, but that exercise can be a form of meditation. Exercise can be a form of quieting the mind. 
if we have that mindfulness going into it, you know. And yeah. he was like, this is why I'm successful, because I take, you know, the time, 30 minutes, one hour every day just to move my body, to clear my mind. And then the other thing I remember him saying, he was like, the, being successful also is learning how to say no. And he's like, I say no a thousand times more than I say yes. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, because, like, now I see because I'm becoming more successful, and everything looks good. Everybody wants to partner. Everybody wants to do this, but I'm like, wait. What's, and that's when that, I come back to my practice. Like, what does it feel like in my body? Does this feel like a yes in my body, in my heart? So I can see through a really fancy deal like that because I can feel it. Like, nope, this ain't for me. It sounds good in my mind, but this isn't aligned. I'm not aligned with this person. I don't feel the heart or the mission clearly, and it's a no. I don't have time to, to say yes to the good, you know. One of the quotes one of my friends said, he said, say no to the good to say yes to the great. You know, I was like, yeah, no to the good, yes to the great. Let's, I love let's, that. Let's, That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm here to, to build something magical with people who want to, to, to continue to explore life and beauty and harmony. Like, like, I feel like we're the generation that is bringing balance and harmony back to the earth. And all the funds and the money and the income that, that I make, I know I want to rededicate that to inner city kids to Native American tribes that I've been meeting and, and doing the healing for the people who have been forgotten, you know, and dedicating funds to, to, to rebuild our culture and rebuild our lands and our trees. And, 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 and so I feel very passionate about being a steward for the next seven generations, you know, and leaving that legacy behind when I die, knowing that the money that was created is, is helping life, support life. I love it. I need to introduce you to two of my dearest, dearest friends. Terry and I call one another sister. They are Chief Robert and Terry Talltree. They're the founders of HowToLiveOnPurpose.com. And they were gifted with teachings from their Native American elders. They're both Native American. And they Mm. share that with the world in helping people to live their life on purpose. But Mm. you guys would have so much to talk about I'm sure I I really want to make sure that I get you connected with them yes oh that sounds amazing so, so for our listeners oh, oh Dina you I'm go. sorry go ahead Andrea no go ahead Andrea oh okay thanks so David when I'm oh, alright so in speaking with you know Alex I haven't had a chance to meet Kai yet um, so what are the other things? So like over the two days, you guys are going to, you know, powerfully go through different things to pull out different pieces from people so that they have this ability to, you know, like live with the default of uh, functionality in their lives. Um, you know, really, I wanted to go over, like, what people really get, you know, because, you know, in this world where people are really busy and so forth, I want to make sure they understand why they need to be there and what they're really getting out of it. So, I mean, it's okay for me to say, I mean, for me, I totally get it. Making, living my life unconsciously, very positively and very powerfully for me works, but that's because I'm trained in NLP and hypnosis. Mm. And I understand that changing my conscious to accept it as a subconscious level so that it just automatically works is, yeah. and making my life default positive, I get that. But not everybody understands why that's 
what, how that works or what is the process of change that's actually mm-hmm. a positive change that's easy and fun and light. And, and I wondered if mm-hmm. you could explain that. Yeah, totally. So in a nutshell, over the course of the two days, we're going to dive deep into the six primary gates of, of power, we call them. So the first one is we call it microdose meditation, where we're learning how to drop in very deeply and quickly through using breath work. And so those are kind of the, the first two is meditation and breath work. So you'll leave this being like, oh, tomorrow morning, you know, on Monday morning, I will do my breath work and I will drop into deep meditation and I'll feel amazing. <laughs> you know, so, so power practice one and power practice two, hand in hand, which is meditation and state shifting breath work. And then practice number three and number four, or gate number three and number four, one is learning how to ha- uh, create your own morning tonic. So for me, every morning I'll have, and this is going to be a little bit different for everybody, I have um, reishi, cordyceps, um, lion's mane mushroom powder, and like Earl Grey with some coconut oil uh, and fats. So the fats help to nourish our brain and kind of activate a lot of clear focus. And then these herbs, which Kai is a super master on, will help to activate certain neurochemicals that keep us focused, that keep us um, clear-minded and very efficient. You know, running a business and having kids and having one-on-one clients, it's like, wow, I'm managing a lot. I'm like, how do I do it? Oh, I make sure I wake up, I have time to make my tonic, and I'm drinking, I do a little breath work. So I start the day in, in the zone. I start the day in the zone. I don't hope that the zone's going to happen. I know how to activate the zone or the flow state. You know, I know how to activate the flow state. Um, so, so that's so the first three. We got meditation, breath work, morning tonic. All right, and the morning tonic takes like three minutes. You know, three minutes, five minutes. Maybe. Um, the other practice is noble movement, and noble movement is something that we're in a nutshell. Noble movement is connecting our higher purpose to our physical practice. So I'm mindful when I'm doing my exercise. So if I got some, I'm, I've got a little bit of negative emotion, I know how to transform that emotion into energy through my physical practice. And that takes four minutes and 20 seconds. Four minutes and 20 seconds. Then the last two practices, one is deep inner work, sometimes we call it shadow work. So we have the courage and the awareness to look at some of our shadows and see how we've been operating on default and how that we continue to bring in the same relationship or the same business partners or the same, it's like, oh, wait, I haven't looked at my shadow or my unconscious belief pattern about not being worthy or whatever the case is. So the shadow work is maybe, I would say, 10% of the work, you know. Uh, one of my spiritual teachers is like, you know, shadow work is super important so you're not you know spiritually bypassing but you don't want to spend a hundred percent of your time in shadow work and process you know you want to spend 80 percent in your gift and honoring and love and compassion and these things and then spend 10 20 percent of your time being aware and, and befriending your shadows you know and having friends that you trust so that's what the other thing i think one of the most important things about this live event is we're building trust with people and learning how to be open, learning how to be strong, vulnerable, and have access to new states of being that are only available to us in that moment. 
You know, it's like I, I wouldn't be able to do this just walking around the street or going to the grocery store or going to my job. It's like we've, we create this container. We go very deep, you know, in a very efficient way. And then you come out of it being like, wow, my, my state of consciousness has shifted, and now I have the tools to go home and practice them so that I can show up for the, for the game of life, you know, prepared. Um, so that's the deep inner work. And then the sixth gate is the power of journaling and affirmations. And affirmations have um, been used, you know, for, for uh, especially the last, you know, decade. We know how powerfully they are. But as you know, uh, Angie from NLP, right, there's far deeper layers in just writing affirmations. So we go into that, some of that depth as well. Well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, for people who don't know what uh, we're referring to when we say NLP, um, that's neuro-linguistic programming. It's um, the way that we use words to create mental images and to create positivity. Uh, like, just for example, I mean, it, it can be it, it's best when it's only used for, uh, for love and positivity. It can be used inappropriately and negatively, but that's not how any of us use it. Um, so you can do it in your life every day. So when, when something um, like not so good happens, instead of saying, uh, oh, my God, I just lost everything and my car's totally destroyed and my life's going to end because you got in a fender bender, um, you say things like, wow, I'm really excited that um, we caught everything in time and um, this little dent is easily fixable and it allowed me to stop and realize I need to pay more attention to the world and see what's happening because super awesome things are going to come of this. You've now shifted your language to change your mindset on how you think and behave. So that's just one. There's like a hundred examples of NLP that we could talk about that for marketing and living your life, but that's just like kind of one very brief overview. Well said. Sometimes I call it conscious language, being conscious of how our language creates a reality. Right. So, like, I get up every day now and say um, I'm standing in the possibility of delirious happiness and pure pleasure. <laughs> oh, and I forgot, unabashed abundance. And, and it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need to add that to my repertoire more frequently. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really been working. And then, so like when something happens that I have an upset, and then I and then I say that immediately afterwards, like something will, um, or like my computer won't work, or like yesterday I dropped my brand new phone in a puddle. I instantly went and 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 I instantly picked it up and then started laughing at myself and said, "I'm going to live in delirious happiness," um, and um, uh, rice and the phone is totally going to work, and it did. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, right? It's, it's, and, it's like and, practical and it, magic. Yeah, and it, and it becomes a, a real craft in, in how things work because, you know, we all have – things are going to happen, and um, it's how we look at them. And, you know, I guess um, one of the ways that I live my life differently is um, came from my, – my girlfriend's name is Lori Foster – and she had uh, three children as well. And she always reminded me of the commercial where the mom or the little kid would still like red Kool-Aid on their white carpet. And the mom would go, that's okay, because she had like bouncy paper towels or something like that. <laughs> and I realized that if I said that, 
then it was okay. Mm-hmm. So Love it'll it. be okay. <laughs> so regardless of whether yes. the carpet comes clean or not, it's really okay. And and that changed and shifted for me how I live my whole life. Just that that silly commercial and my best friend. So um, so now that I've been able to take that adage and explore that more with um, going to different things. And you're right, by the way, doing things online, doing things with mentors, all extremely important. Doing things with self study, super valuable. For me, though, going to an event live really is such a difference for me. I can connect yes. with the audience and create community. I feel like I have support. Um, I see them change the impact of us on each other um, really mm-hmm. feeds that energy and allows you to expand, especially if you take and build those relationships and maintain them and follow up. A lot of people go home and then have the downfall of it's because they haven't followed up and kept that connect, connectivity. So it's like getting a, the best Christmas present ever and then deciding yes. to put it in the closet and not play with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that because that's been such an important part of my past last few years is going to live events and meeting people that are so amazing. I didn't even know they existed. And I was like, wow, you exist. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, you know, and it's a reflection of, of our deeper nature. So there's a remembrance that comes when we get to be in, in, in space with these people. And now I always make it a point, the people that I really connect with, right on that spot, I get their number, I put it in my phone, and I say, let's connect this week and, and talk about how we're integrating. You know, let's spend 20 minutes just talk about how we're integrating. Because you're right, it can, it can be challenging, but that's what this community is about, and Pathway of Power is about, is building these communities and the integration after the live event, how we can keep the momentum rolling. So that's perfect because that goes right with Gina's message and why they created the Leverage Masters is how do you make the leverage in your life. And Gina's such a fabulous connector. Uh, Gina, how, I mean, what, share your, how you do that with following up with people and creating a pathway of positivity for yourself and a pathway of power um, with the way you follow up because you're a super stellar at that. Well, years ago, back around 2000, I was one of the first joint venture brokers in, on the Internet and really didn't realize until that point how much of a connector I am. It's just, it's not what I do, it's who I am. So, like earlier when I mentioned my friends Chief Robert and Terry Talltree and wanting to get you connected... I see synergies between people all the time. And it's the world where one and one doesn't equal two. It really is where one and one equals 11 or more. When you find those synergies, you really need to find a way to take action on them to get that leverage. And the amount of leverage that can bring into both your life and your business can be gigantic. With just a handful of the right partners, you really can build a business that is wildly successful, that has so much bigger reach than you could ever accomplish on your own. So that's how I built my business, and that's how I help my clients build their businesses. Beautiful. I'm all fired up. And I, certainly, 
And Satan started out doing it by going to live events. So much so that I spent 10 years as a full-time RVer and had no home base. We chose where we were going based on what live events I wanted to go to. And we would go back and forth across the whole country just going to live events for almost 10 full years. It was an awesome way to wow. live. So you can imagine the size of my network from that. I'm, I'm on the road so much. So that people, when people ask me where I live, it's a really difficult answer because, I mean, I have a house in Ohio, and I now kind of live part-time in Baltimore, D.C. area. However, I, I'm never at either one of those places. I'm always in the road <laughs> at somewhere new. <laughs> you should really get yourself so a little RV. <laughs> you really well, should I get yourself should. a little RV. It would make your life I, so much easier. Your house would always be with you, Andrea. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, you know, and uh, while I'm here in San Diego now, um, I got invited on Thursday night late to come to a mastermind on Saturday and help grow it and build it. So on Friday afternoon, I hopped on a plane and came out here. And it didn't make sense to go all the way home to fly back here on Wednesday because I have uh, Pure JV this weekend. We have... Um, the Internet Marketing Party, we have City Summit and City Gala, and I'm forgetting something else. And um, there's all these events, and so it just made sense to stay. And because I stayed, I ended up going to Pauline Crawford's um, Magical Conversations, which kind of falls right in place with everything that we've been talking about today, because she talks about gender dynamics and conversations, and um, and how you and I, and how we speak in the world, and how David's bringing, what he's bringing to the world falls in synchronicity with that. And then I spent the last two days talking with two powerful gentlemen who are in their internet marketing world and one's a digital nomad and travels all over the world now and and the other one is based here in San Diego but does a global movement called One Movement uh, OneMovement.com and so it's in traveling and meeting all these amazing people like what David said at live events that we've established a friendship that's global Absolutely and you know a great place to get started is at Pathway of uh, so if you yes. haven't yeah, checked it out yet, go grab your seat right now at pathwayofpower.com. And when is the event coming up, David? March 9th and 10th, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, really soon now. So make sure you guys yeah. go check that out. And if you're going to be anywhere near San Diego, get your tickets ASAP. This has been a really great time talking with you, David. I look forward to connecting with you after the show. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much as well for your time and energy and all you're doing in the world and look forward to continue to build bridges. Thank you. And Andrea, thanks so much for being here. I will be back with Ken and Jack for one last episode with Jack co-hosting. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Yes, thanks. Bye now. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.